But I will say I get super excited. I get super excited when so, when rent pops up, when a rent <laughs> song pops up. I I definitely like, you know, oh, like light my candle. Um, That one. I'm just like I do. Not only do I sing, I like act it out as if I'm like in the mu- the musical. I'm like, oh, my gosh, it's so great. I I'm not a singer and I'm not a dancer, but. It is pretty fun. Hey there, welcome to the show. Create for No Reason is a support group for creatives. Creating takes consistency, courage, and heart. Surrounding yourself with others who understand your challenges and won't let you give up is the secret to winning. It's a little like church. It's a place to go when we start doubting, comparing, and overthinking who we are and what we want to do. Create for no reason is a place to go when our inner critic is a little too loud. Let's get cooking. <laughs> mm. Hey, Kate, did you do your homework? Oh, what was my homework? Oh, this is great. You don't you don't remember what your homework was? What are we now talking I about do. when we... You do? I do. I just remembered what, it. What, I just what, what, remembered it we were supposed to write down three goals. Was it our goals that we wanted to? Yeah. It was like missions or things that you come back to. Like what we talked about last time was that it makes it easier or to, what was the right way to put it? Like you have the goal so that you know what to come back to instead of being sort of like this splintered mind all the time and working on different things. Yes. Like what are the things that you come back to? Do you want me to share mine with you? Yes. And you can, you can quickly write down some, I'm, just like you attended like math class and you're doing your homework while, while your students are handing, handing teachers, it in. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I'm not going to, well, let's listen to yours. Listen to, listen to mine. Let's, let's hear what you got. Well, my big, I mean, I didn't get, uh, I disagreed with, uh, we can talk about this. I disagreed with this, speci- uh, like getting super specific because I needed to play with it a little bit. But one of the big ones, and we're doing that now, and I'll do it here locally in Phoenix, is to uh, become an active member of a creative community. And so that's either in founding one or doing things like that or becoming a member of it so that I'm hanging out with, you know, like-minded weirdos yep. a little bit more. I'm not, I'm not part of that. I'm not part of that now, but I'm really interested in doing that. I've got, um, last time... Uh, uh, she talked about be, going to the beach weekly, I think is what she said. Yeah. So I just have, I have exploring. So right now I've been doing that every day, but it's reprioritizing exploration. So exploring outside, doing things outside, trying new things outside. Like I really find or recharge, uh, I f- find or recharge, I find uh, serenity and I recharge my, my drive for a lot of things uh, for being outside uh, in the sun, in the rain, it doesn't matter, but just being out and exploring. Um, I almost wrote paddle boarding. I really want to do paddle boarding. I want to figure oh, out. Oh, you do? I just went, yeah. I just went a couple, I, it probably was like maybe a month and a half ago with my friend Sarah. Mm. And it was interesting. All right. Well, I got to get to Florida. We have a, there's a lake, there's a lake here that, I think they do paddle boarding. I don't know what, like, what are the rules? When can you go out? There's a river too. I maybe I'll. Oh yeah, I'll I bet that would be there. more fun. We were. I I thought I was going to get hit by a boat. So, here's <laughs> being in a river sounds way more, way safer. <laughs> All right, what's uh, your third one? Uh, my third one's boring. It's like what everybody has. What is it? Like I just I really I really want to be able. So when it's tied to exploring, it's kind of an offshoot of it, and just. I want to be strong enough and fit enough to do the things that I want to do. So paddle boarding or rock climbing or uh, backpacking. I did that through that big through hike, uh, John Muir trail a couple of years ago. I want to do something like that again. So in setting that up, which means I just have a lot of really small goals I got to do in order to get to that, which means going to yep. the gym every day. It means, uh, going on these hikes every morning or these runs every morning and things like that. So those are the basic, I mean, I've got a few, I've got a few others uh, that are related to, they're related to the show. They're related to work, you know, things like that. But those are the, I think those are the big ones I want to keep coming back to. 
All right. Did you write yours down? Did you? No, I didn't. I was frantically. I was listening to you and That's I so I'm, nice. I, yeah. I could tell that was I was very listening kind intently. All right. I don't have those, but I will say two things. One, I'm very excited because I got this. Um, you actually, I think you were the one that told me about it, but I didn't get it at the time. And then I saw something else on it and it inspired me to get it finally. I got the rocket book. You got the planner. rocket book. Wow. So it's a planner and it has all like what you were just saying daily, weekly. So month habits, like it has like a schedule. Mm-hmm. And so I'm going to be spending some time this weekend on my goals. And it has like sp- places for like morning routine, evening routine, priorities, all that stuff. So that by the time we chat next, I will have my three ready. And I also wanted to share with you something that I found or that I was, well, that I read that I was so excited to share with you. And it goes back to, well, it was two things. It goes back to our, some of our other shows. One was about the muse, which we can get to later. But the other one was about our last episode, which was on spaces. And oh yeah. The final, the, the, this what's I gonna say the final show of season one but yeah the, the final spaces. show oh yes that's true yes our yeah, final yeah. episode season one and so Stephen King actually talks about the space like these spaces and and having a space and he actually does go into writers at least writers need to have some type of space that they go to and he said and it should be he said it doesn't need to be a a big deal it should actually be pretty modest the only thing it needs is a door to shut yourself in and shut everyone else out and so that's what he said i thought but but he also talked this is what i was so excited to share with you because i thought it was so interesting when i read it so he basically talks about how For years, he dreamed of having this massive oak desk. Mm -hmm. And so in in 1981, he finally um, got this desk, this like like the desk he's always wanted. He finally gets it and he puts it in the middle of the room. And he (laughs) says that for like six years, he sat behind this desk and he was either wasted, drunk or wrecked. And he spent all this time. And then about a year after he sobered up, he decided to get a brand new desk. And it was like half the size of this huge oak one. And it was handmade. And it was this just little desk. And he put it in the far west. He put it at the at the far west end of his office in the corner. So he put the in the corner and then he talks about writing. And so he says, Basically, he starts in his book on writing. Yeah. When he finally gets to starting to talk about what you need to start writing, he says, put your desk in the corner. And every time you sit down to re- to write, remind yourself why it isn't in the middle of the room. Life isn't a support system for art. It's the other way around. Oh, and I read that and I thought, oh, Sean would love that. Life, <laughs> life isn't a support system for art. It's the other way around. Isn't I do that love that. Beautiful? Yeah, I do like that. Uh, All right. Kudos, Stephen King. <laughs> that is no, uh, that is that is really beautiful. I've heard I've heard variations of that. I was rereading the myth of Sisyphus, the Albert Camus book. Um, and Albert Camus was really big on that too. Like in finding the beauty and the mundane and how things are kind of absurd, but that, that art and literature and music and things like that are, um, they're the support system for life too. I really like that. That's really beautiful. All right. You get a pass cause you were distracting and talked about something else so that you don't have to share <laughs> your homework and everything else. Well, tell us who do we who do we have on the show today? So today on the show, on we, the show. I feel like on the show, I feel like I should sing about it. We should have a little theme song. Oh, we do. That have would be great. Yeah, we kind of have a theme song. Yeah, yeah. And oh, maybe we should like change up our theme song. Throughout you want to sing sing episodes. something for us? Yeah, yeah. I don't want to sing something, but 
I mean, you know, you never know when I break, when I'll break out in song. I can, but I our, can sense that. I think what? a little bit <laughs> just from the, your voice gets a, a little more drawn out, a little like it gets excited, like Here. maybe it's gonna sing, but then I hold back and <laughs> Here it comes. Here. Yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> no, but I do sing quite often at my in my place, and that's a regular occurrence. And good thing I live by myself. So our guest today is Jen Liss, and she has a really cool podcast called The Creative Commute. And very similar to what we talk about. She's a creative. She's actually a copywriter. That's her. Oh, cool. I think yeah. that's more of her full-time thing. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but I'm really excited to talk to her for two reasons. One, cause I think she, again, talking about the creative community you want to be part of, she's part of that, right? Like she is that creative individual and, I, we don't really know too much about her other than her thoughts on creativity and how you have to break out of your comfort zone. She talks about imposter syndrome. She talks about how to find joy or in the in the creative projects that you do and and in life in general. So, yeah, she has uh, some interesting views on creativity and what that means. And we're we're kind of on the same on the same pages as Jen on, on the same pages. On the same page. That's, on the same page is. That's clever. Well, I'm excited to talk to her. Let's uh, let's get going. Well, it's so nice to meet you. Now, do, do people more call you Jen or Jennifer? Um, a little bit of both, but Jen, Jen is just easier. I mean, why not make your lives easier? <laughs> that's easier. Thank you for the one syllable instead of the three. Uh, so when people ask, they're like, "Should I spell it with two ins or one?" I'm like. Why would you put both? Like one. <laughs> <laughs> one's fine. It's all you need. Just to let somebody know that it's short for Jennifer instead of what Genevieve or I never even thought about that. Jenna Jenna. Jenna I don't know. Jenna. I don't yeah. know. Jenna Jenna. But that would still have two ends. I don't know. There's some time there are some people who spell Jennifer with one in, which just looks really weird. It just it does look weird. weird. It does look weird. Well, you can call me Shaw. Um, <laughs> wow, I think I'm All so his funny. Call him Shaw. SHA. SHA. Shop. Yeah. Funder. Shop a funder. Well, thank you so much for being on the show. We yeah, were gossiping you. about you before you got on. Uh, and Kate said you're a copy writer. Is that right? I am. Yes, yeah. indeed. I just and that's kind of day from that job. Oh, wow. <laughs> Yeah, I spit on the ground when she said it. I was like, <laughs> sell out. I'm just kidding. I, I work I've worked as a I yeah, worked as a copywriter for sure. Oh no, I told Sean that I was I'm like, oh, I'm so excited to talk to her. You do realize I don't know her. I was like, I don't know her. I just found her online and thought she was cool and she's doing similar work to what we're doing. And I felt like we'd have a fun conversation and talking about creativity and all the thing the things that go along with it and uh yeah so thanks for joining us Heck yeah i'm jazz i just realized i don't have my headphones plugged in so oh crazy. yeah oh, sorry that's okay kate doesn't use hers we get like I a know. weird echo every time no. wait We're just used you to told it. me not to use it well yeah that's a lie you made that up yeah you told me i didn't need to use it <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh, well, what? I hope you can hear me fine. I'm going to just. Oh, you sound great. You sound really, really good. Um, do you uh, actually just tell us a, a little bit about yourself? You've got a podcast. It's on on creativity and you do this other writing. You know what? Let's just go all the way back. Let's just take sounds, it way back. Way sounds back. like you sounds like you <laughs> like to work with words. Have you been doing that for a long time? <laughs> Um, yeah, actually not that long, not that long. How about I take it like middle, then we can come current and then we can go like way back and then come back. Oh, fantastic. Like yeah. There could be like the flashback scene. <laughs> Let us know when you do that and we'll make like the, we'll make that sound of like, here we go. Okay. I love it. So, okay. Well, the creative commute, that is my podcast. It's a community. It's a, I don't know what else it's going to become, but it, it, it started in March, like COVID literally the first day that I was going to work from home, you know, it's like, okay, it's time we're, we're all working from home. Cause what, 
the hell is going on? Like, I hope it's okay. I just said hell on your no, podcast. No, but like, be- because what? <laughs> what is going on? Like, what is happening? And I was just like, I feel like the world is out of control. What's going on? I, I need something for myself. And so then it was Sunday night, March 15th. And I was like, you know what? Tomorrow morning, I'm going to go on Facebook Live. I'm going to create this group. I'm going to go on Facebook Live and I'm going to like issue a creative challenge. And we're just going to do something fun because this is nut like what is what is happening i don't i can't even wrap my brain around it and so i i just thought that sounded like a fun idea and like something positive like let me use my commute time that i would be driving to work to do something creative and so oh. it was the idea i spent i went live at 7:20 a.m. central time just my commute time that's when i would normally go to work and so i went live for 10 minutes issued a creative challenge spent the next 10 minutes doing it and then i did it again at 5 p.m. So it was like the beginning and the end of the day. And I did from in seven in the morning and 5 p.m. for several weeks. I think it was a couple months that we did it. And it was just like it started with 10 of my friends and it grew. It's now almost 800 people who are in there. And it just it just felt like this little like happy creative corner of the Internet where we were just supporting each other and we were just getting through this time together. And it it was, it's, it's just been amazing ever since. And then it, I created the podcast to go alongside of it because I was like, there's things that I want to talk about that I'm not able to talk about in my 10 minutes. And so it has just gone from there. So that takes us to today. That's <laughs> that a, well, is that's, so cool. I know. Now I have lots of, I lots love of questions. that for so many reasons, especially the fact that you just put it out there and did, and did it and you went live and when you go live, you can't overthink it. You just have to do it. So how did you decide to mm-hmm. to go live? Oh, this this is really funny. So I'm a huge introvert, which probably doesn't seem like I am, but I am. I'm like very much my birthday is tomorrow. And I'm like, I want to read and do nothing else. And my husband does not <laughs> understand it. He's like, don't you want to invite your best friends? I'm like, nah. I'm good. I just want to like read. <laughs> He's like, don't you want to go do something? No, I just, I just want to be alone. Do you not understand? <laughs> anyway. So the the morning that I went live, he, or that I decided to do this, he turns to me, we're laying in bed and he rolls over and he said, how are you going to talk? Like what? He didn't even understand like how, because I'm so, I'm just, I'm very reserved. I'm very quiet normally. And so he was like, how are you going to do this? He couldn't even understand how. And I was like, I don't know, (laughs) but I, how how are you going to talk? That's really was like, this does not. And then even when I started a podcast, he was like, do you even have that much to say? And he knows me better than anybody. And I didn't, I don't take offense to that because I understand where he's coming from with it. But so it's just, but it really has unlocked this side of me that I think was just like, waiting to get out. It was just like in there. And it was like, I have so much to share with the world creativity. I don't know. It just, it has just exploded. And I love going live. I love it. Kate, I know you do too. I've seen your videos. I've seen what you do. Like (laughs) going live is the best. It's the most fun. And, and I think part of the reason why it's so fun is because when you go live, it's out there and then you're done. And then you just don't, you can't really think about it anymore. When you record videos, you, the, the perfectionism and the overthink and the overwhelm that all that is just so consuming and it's harder to put it out. I feel like it's easier to just go live. People get that you're live. You might make mistakes, but if you're recording, you can't do that. So, but that's amazing. I love that you did that. You thought of this idea super quick and you just, I mean, that's like the whole, that is like the epitome of this show of your show. I think it's amazing. Yeah. It's a really a message that it's like my biggest challenge. I feel like is my message. You know, they say your message, your message. Yeah. I've heard that phrase before. And I feel like that's true of me, fear of judgment and perfectionism Mm -hmm. for any creative, I think are huge challenges, major challenge for me. But if you just, just do it, it's like, oh, okay, it's fine now. Like once you do it, but that we just stay in this like in between land of holding ourselves back. And it's like, if you can just get, get past those butterflies that are holding you where you're at, then yeah. you can do whatever the hell you want to. So do you, you spend 
uh, 10 minutes talking about something and then you do whatever the exercise is. Do you do that? And you do that live as well. Everybody watches you do the exercise. No, it's issued to fourth to the group and everybody does <coughs> right. it. Do it in everybody your own does time. It. And then you come back again after that? Not anymore. That was how it started. We started okay. with the 5 p.m., but I quickly realized yeah. that going live twice a day is a lot for me and it's a lot to expect of anybody. <laughs> like, you know, even expecting people to tune in every single day for 10 minutes yeah. is unreasonable. It's just basically there to, to be there. You know, it's I like love, a no, little moment it. of creative joy in your morning. If you, if you want to participate, do. If you want to listen in, um, it, it's just a nice little chat that we have every morning. Love yeah. That. I love that. I, the reason I ask is because I've, I've noticed there's some workshops that, that I've worked on where I've tried to get things uh, self-contained so that people start and finish at the same time instead of like, I was a creative writing major. So I did all of the workshops and people would read your stuff and then go home and they'd rip it to pieces and then come back and talk about how brilliant they are and why your stuff is bad in very passive aggressive ways. <laughs> and, uh, and so like that self-contained, I'm really impressed that you like started with that as you're figuring things out and had it kind of be uh, start and finish at the same time. That's really interesting. That's really fascinating. There's yeah. so much good in critique. We need to be critiqued. Mm -hmm. We need to be pushed. And as creatives, we have a natural ability to judge. It's what makes us good right? You're a good creative writer. You're a good designer. You're a good interviewer. If you understand what makes it good or bad, if you've got that judgment ability, but it, when we turn it around on ourselves, we really stop ourselves from doing so many things that we could put out into the world. Like we have these gifts, man, like unlock them. That's <laughs> I feel totally... like something was unlocked in me and I just want to like, <laughs> you just ran with it. No, I, 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 for some reason doing creative work, and this is for a lot of craves and people I talk to, they're not bad. Like they accept criticism in the creative life, things like that. Cause there's like, yeah, this is the way that it works. Like you, you get better, you, you, you dole it out, you take it in and, and things get better as you go. And then when you talk to them about personal life, about, you know, the way they chew, then it's like, no, all bets are off. Like it's either lash out or I'm depressed now. I'm a bad chewer. I'm going to go, I'm going to go cry. But yeah, you're absolutely right on the criticism. I love, yeah, I love that. I love that. So Jen, I know like you have a passion for helping people rediscover their creativity. And I think obviously you did that kind of pushed because of things happening in the world, but how do you, I mean, what do you find when you, with, with the people that are in your community, what drew them to your community and what got them excited about actually participating in these, you know, creative endeavors. Cause I think a lot of people either think they are not creative or they really don't know how to discover their creativity. So how did you kind of see your community evolve and develop? That is a juicy, juicy question. That's actually, <laughs> Hey, we're going to go do our time travel. <laughs> actually, oh, that's fantastic. Time to go back. <laughs> to go back. <laughs> boo, boo, boo. Okay. Great. We are now, um, 12 years ago in the past, I used to be a hairstylist. I was a hairstylist for many years prior to my copywriting career. <clears throat> I did that for, oh, I guess it was more than 12 years. Anyway. Okay. I used to be a hairstylist <laughs> and I, I did that. I loved it. I was good at it. You know, I had a full clientele. Awesome. Um, and people were just like, you have to do my hair the rest of the rest of your life. And there was so much pressure there that I think anybody can start to feel when they get like obligation. But anyway, I, I loved that career, but I just felt like a yearning for something else. And so I ended up going back to school and I became a, a copywriter. You know, I, I switched completely changed careers in the middle of life, even though I was making good money as, as a hairstylist, but man, all of the things that come up in that switch of completely changing careers and just feeling like I'm not good enough. I am not creative enough. Wow. Yeah. Okay. I think that maybe I can write, but Oh, look how good all these other people like there's mm. all those things come up, you know? So I had that experience that, um, I have brought forth into that. So I, I bring that history up because I think it's, it's really where I come from with this idea that everybody is creative we all have this ability to tap into it if we're willing to, because I think I could have looked at myself as a hairstylist 
that's where my creative gifts lie. They're in hair. That's my gift. That's what I do. That's it. But yeah. really what I learned as a hairstylist, I use as a copywriter, you know, that ability to talk to people. I'm using it as yes. a podcaster. That ability to talk to people, relate to people, really understand people is what I learned as a hairstylist. And I'm now applying it to another job, you know, mm -hmm. and it's like these things that we build this, we don't look at it always as, uh, as applicable to, to other things. And it's like, it is a creative, sometimes I'm applying these gifts that are seen as creative to things that aren't so creative and vice versa. So, yes. Um, oh I, my I, gosh. <laughs> yeah. I love, I, I love, I just love so much that you said that it's like your whole body of work, right? Like it's everything. It's a collection of everything that you do and all the things that you've learned and discovered that you can take with you into those other roles. It's so beautiful and amazing that you recognize that. Well, and yeah, in the group, that's what I want other people to, I apologize for cutting you no, off. No, no. <laughs> in the group, that's what I want other people to recognize is what you enjoyed as a child for me was writing. I enjoyed writing, but I might not have ended up realizing that it was something I could do as another career or that I could apply and like do something with if I hadn't made that decision for myself to go back or seen it as something that was valuable. So it's like, go back to the things that you loved mm -hmm. doing. Cause it's like inherent in you. Like, and we see creativity as the painting on the wall, the physical thing that people create, but your creativity is just your ability to be human. It's like connecting ideas, problem solving, all the things that we do as human creatures. I know you guys yeah. believe in this. Cause I've listened to your podcast too. Like you talk about some of these things. Yeah, yeah, I no, know. I, I was yeah. like, I, it's so funny. I'm like going through your podcast and I'm like, yeah, she's like, this is all amazing. <laughs> These are all the same kind of things. And, uh, and you have some really interesting guests too, that are really fun to hear and, and, um, and learn from. Like yeah. Kate's and I love your podcast name, by the way, freaking great. I told him <laughs> today and he was like, that is the best name ever. I was like, I oh, know, I'm wow. so jealous. <laughs> Good job, You're Kate. a writer. <laughs> yeah. No, it wasn't even me. I kept trying to come up with goofy names. Like, I don't know, like, and, 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 or something. And she's like, no, no, oh. gotta, it's gotta be like an SEO thing. We got to come up I with something different. I did not say that. Yeah. Well, I like, it was fun brainstorming. The, it, it, it is I, fun <laughs> I like that. I mean, one thing I think you're saying, you're suggesting when you talk about creativity is um, like, uh, it's like we're creating like a gown or a suit or something like that. But then you can keep going to different dances. Like, you, like you're just building the foundation and being like, all right, I'm going to go here. I'm going to go here. I'm going to go here. And they're all different places. And And I think... I've certainly recognized that in my life because you even get to the point where somebody will say, oh, well, I'm a writer, but I'm not an artist. But then you slowly see that start. We've had guests on that have totally done that. We're like, oh, well, I'm a designer or I'm an entrepreneur, but I'm not this. But then over time, that becomes the thing where they get that, that outlet. I'm still trying to get Kate to learn how to play the piano. Uh, she said during one of the episodes, she said, um, I want to know how to play the piano. Yeah. But I don't want I to learn how to play the piano, like the creative yeah. endeavor and making that happen. So, yeah, you got to like pick, you have to pick things at the right time, right? Like if I'm, if you're going to put work into it, like I would love to know, I would love to be able to say, Hey guys, I'm going to play the piano right now, but I don't want to put the time and energy into learning how to do that. But maybe one day I will, but you know, I spend my time on other things. Well, you've got to figure out, I think that's so, oh, that's so interesting because I think you have to figure out like, why, why do I want to learn to play the piano? Is it because you really have a desire deep down that you, you want to, like something is manifesting in you that you want that to happen? Or is it that you want people to look at you and be like, dang, she's cool. Look what she can do. You know, there's all of these different motivations that we have and it's understanding which motivation. And like you said, at the right time. Too, mm -hmm. you know, what, what, when those things meet, that's when, you know, it's time to actually pursue something, but we, we have all these wants all the time as human beings. Like, yeah. I want this, I want this, I want this, I want to be able to do this. I want this, but how do you decide if you don't know really, truly deep down, like where that's coming from? That's a really good point. Yeah. I think it's, it's interesting too. Cause I think for like, I want, I mean, Sean knows how I, I want to be a great writer, 
right? So like to me, I, when I read something or listen to other people or, or I just, that's, I have such a, I'm like, I have to, I want to get better at writing. That to me is so worth the effort and energy of like sitting down and doing it. Like, that's what I really want. When I think about the piano, it's like, when I watch someone play, it just moves me. It inspires me. I, we were just talking about music before you jumped on. And so I'm like, oh, to be able to do that is such a gift. I mean, I would also love to be able to sing, but I'm not about to go take singing lessons. <laughs> so there's like way different motivations. And, uh, but, but yeah, like you said, you have to kind of pick, you got to pick one and, and my, it might not be, hey, maybe I'll be, you know, 70 years old playing the piano. Cause I finally spent some time, <laughs> I spent some time doing it. Well, I like that you bring the, 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 it was something Kate and I talked about a lot when putting together the podcast was this idea that the motivation is, uh, the motivation is not to be famous, to not be popular, to not be really cool, to not have, I mean, that can be a motivation, especially as you get good at it and it's not going to go anywhere. I mean, my ego inflates more than it should for sure. Uh, but as, as an artist or a creator, like you did in just going live, like you, you, you went live because there's something that you feel inside to make that happen. Not I'm going to go live and then everybody's going to think that I'm, you know, hot shit and I'm going to be amazing and I'm going to be famous, you know, just something else that's there that drives you. Yeah. And I think for me, the real drive, the real is how can I serve others? Like that's the real, that's what got me to go live. That mm. was really, there's a need. And I feel like I have a gift that I can serve. You know, I was like, what can I do right now? What do I have that I can actually bring and serve the world right now? And that's that's how the creative commute really came about was, man, if I need it, somebody else needs it. And yes, that's what I have now. Am I, am I a physical designer? Heck no, you don't want to see anything that I draw. And so do I have <laughs> imposter syndrome over having a group and something called the creative commute? Hell yeah. Yes, I do. Because I'm a writer. I'm not a designer. You know, if you're like putting labels on things. So there are definitely a lot of things that come up, but I have to keep coming back to what is, what are people getting out of this and how can I serve in that way? And I think it just keeps coming back to that for me. And I don't know if that was your motivation with your podcast, because there's all kinds of reasons to start something, but that's what it is for me is like, what do people need right now? Yeah. What? So you brought, you bring up imposter syndrome. It's something everyone feels, right? Especially if you're stepping into something, the unknown, you haven't done something. I think a lot of people too, they have these really interesting gifts then, and they don't, they, maybe they just don't want to share or not that they don't want to share, but I, honestly, I feel like sometimes people have such gift, but they are almost embarrassed by them or they don't want to showcase them. They don't want to kind of stand out. So how do you help people kind of identify what's holding them back from pursuing those creative projects, from pursuing their really unique gifts that they should be doing something about because it's in their heart for a reason and they just aren't doing it. So how do you kind of help people overcome that fear? Because not everyone's just going to get up and go live, Jen. Like that is just not, that is not the way that most people go about uh, starting something like this. So how do you, how do you advise people? Yeah, I, <laughs> I'm sure that people who know my podcast are so tired of hearing me say this quote, but I'm obsessed with it, which <laughs> is everything you ever wanted in life is on the other side of fear. Mm. And I feel like if you can look at fear, because imposter syndrome, there's a lot of things involved in, in imposter syndrome. There's worry, there's shame, there's not enoughness, there's all these things, but fear it's all fear is like the manifestation I feel like of a lot, a lot of those things. And so if you can look at fear as just a thing that's there to help you and just guide you and be like, Hey, you're about to step over a threshold that you haven't stepped over before. You know, that's really all fear is doing for you. And if you can look at it that way as like, like Hey, it's here to show me something and ask what it's there to show you. And then, and then you get to decide we have the power to decide fear does not have the power. It's just there to be like, what's up? you know, you're, you're doing something weird. You know, it's just like tapping, tapping a, a wall, but that wall is actually like transparent. You can just walk through it. If you want to, you get to decide whether you listen to fear or not, you know? Yeah. Here, here. Like I, that's, that's no, nah, it's beautiful. That's exactly, that's a, that's exactly 
That's exactly right. We, uh, I, like I, I struggle with, you know what I struggle with? I struggle with like the inner teenager that just wants to be sarcastic and make fun of everything. Because if he's sarcastic and makes fun of everything, then one of the things he's sarcastic and makes fun of is me. So it's that risk of the embarrassment or things like that that happen. But it's, it's, it's always fascinating to me that if you go, you're absolutely right. It's transparent. And as soon as you step over, like as soon as you make the macaroni necklace, right. And then it's done and you can see it. And it's, and there's, there's always a feeling of satisfaction. There's always a feeling of, Oh wait, no, I am a creator. Oh wait, I can do this type of stuff. There's that scene in uh, have you, have you have both of you seen better off dead an old eighties movie? Never it's a seen comedy. I promise. Uh, John Cusack. And he keeps trying to kill himself, but he sucks at it and keeps failing. It's hilarious. But there's a scene in it when an exchange student says to him, I think, because he keeps making mistakes over and over again. And so he's struggling with it. And she says, all you need is a taste of success and you will find that it suits you. And so it was just like trying to get the one thing, like just so he can see, oh, wait, I'm, I'm not this guy. I'm, I'm, I'm this one and being able to see that type of stuff. And, and that's breaking through that transparency. Oh, that's interesting. Now I have to go watch this movie and look at it with this perspective. <laughs> oh my God. It's a great movie. <laughs> There's a drug addict in it that wants to snort snow on the top of a mountain. It's hilarious. So it's, it's worth watching. That sarcastic teenager that you have in you is like, I, I'm instantly like, that's why he's a copywriter. Like that's, there's like that, that little <laughs> bit of yourself, like that, that is definitely inherent in somebody who's good at that kind of a job. But <laughs> um, Kate, you said something. I want to go back to the piano thing, actually, because something in my community that I try to encourage is these challenges that we do are once a day. It's every day. There's a challenge every single day. And sometimes it's just answering a question. Sometimes it's actually creating something. And I'm like, just take five minutes and do it. It doesn't have to be perfect. Just do the thing, just to do the thing, just to experience the thing. And that's like with piano, it's like, you know, you could just sit down at a piano and just tinker away at it if you just let yourself. That's true. And it might not sound great, but like maybe you could ask, maybe you could come up with something that actually was kind of like great. Some yes. of the best little tunes are like two or three notes. Who knows? Or it would just be fun and I could sing along to my own music in my right. <laughs> and and then record it and share it. Go live. You love going live. And go that... live with the piano. <laughs> belt it yes. out. I think that that would be. Yeah, I think that would be a lot of fun. Oh, my gosh. So we actually love to on the show do give people some type of activity. So since you do activities every day, um, why don't you share with our listeners an activity, a creative activity that, that they can do before our next episode? Cause Sean and I, we will do it Oh yeah, as well. Oh, now see it. now if <laughs> that should give you like all sorts like, of leeway. Hey, wait, you guys are going to do it. All right. Do this and post <laughs> pictures. Actually, you know what, Jen, I'm curious to know what was the first and it doesn't have to be this if you want to if you want to choose a different one for today. Great. But mm -hmm. what was the first one that you threw out? The very first one was I have I have two choices for you. Two okay. choices. I love it. Um, the very first one was pretty wonderful. It was make something magical. Make something make magical. Something magical. But my very favorite that. challenge ever. It's still my very favorite and it will always hold a special place in my heart because it was in the beginning of COVID when everything just fell out of control and we all came back to our seven-year-old self. We said, do something that would make your seven-year-old self happy. And the things oh. people did and shared and that idea of going back to something that just makes your most your young creative self happy. And I want to know right now what that would be for you guys. I'll tell you what mine was. I put on the biggest, fluffiest skirt and I just wore it <laughs> all day long. And I just like twirled around the house and I was like wearing my skirt. And I sat on my Zoom meetings all day and nobody knew that I was wearing this big, poofy skirt. It was awesome. I loved it. I loved it. Oh my gosh. That is so <laughs> fun. <laughs> oh my goodness. What would it be? 
What would it be for you, Kate? My, I mean, the first thing I thought of was something I already do all the time, which is just dance, just like blast music and dance <laughs> around because that's just always fun. Well, how, what grade are you in, in when you're seven? Like is that first, second, second grade? grade. Yeah. yeah, first, second grade. Yeah, Mine's you probably know, I, similar. No. I feel like dancing, but then also I get to do those things because I have a little niece. So like playing Barbies, what are you? I mean, I play Barbies <laughs> with her, but I have so much fun doing it. <laughs> so I feel I like I dance is so creative. This. People don't always <sighs> see it's like that association of what is creativity? What is creative? Dance is so creative. You're yeah. moving your body, you're doing things in, in your own unique way, which is creative. That's the same. It's the same. It's the same. For, I don't, I, I'm not even using it as a cop out or like, a, oh, yeah, I'll just do what you say. But it would definitely, definitely, definitely be dance. I used to put together, I would choreograph, I would um, choreograph routines with my, with my friends. We would put grease onto the big old cabinet stereo and I'd be like, all right, well, I'm, I'm, I'm Danny Zuko or Kaniki if there's a bully there that's bigger than me. But otherwise, yeah, we would do, we would do the whole thing. I remember moving from my, the first house I lived in and everybody was sad. Like my best friend was sad. And the girl, <laughs> the girl I had a crush on across the street was sad. And they all came over and we like, we jammed out to Greece and Neil Diamond and Debbie, like whatever, whatever we could get. But seven-year-old me, yeah. Eventually became a clogger. How's that for dance? Do you guys oh know what clogging gosh. is? <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. It's like hillbilly tap. It was amazing. I was pretty good. I had fringe. I put together a clogging routine to Thriller. Uh, that dates me quite a bit. Oh my gosh. But I dance for sure. Imagine That's that. great. <laughs> oh, okay. I have so, a question though. Do you dance now? Do you regularly dance? I dance mm -hmm. all the time in Love my it. place. I mean, I don't go dancing, although I do. I was planning on taking dance lessons like pre-COVID. That was one of the things I wanted to do this year. So I will next year. But yeah, I turn on, I dance all the time in my place. <laughs> yeah, I dance. I dance alone a lot. You know, if I go, like if I go to a, a club or I'm in, you know, I have the opportunity and everybody's going, I'm the guy that doesn't leave the dance floor. I just become a, the gross, big, sweaty mess that just keeps going like like the energizer bunny uh when i'm out there but yeah i love dancing that's a great question that's a like, great do you, question do you do it now and then you're like oh no i better think <laughs> no yeah i would in fact i have i have fantasies of get like i'm i'm covid covid working out and and uh, i've been a long distance runner and those types of things but now i want to get strong and i have these fantasies of being like I'm going to be that 45 year old that gets into modern dance, the whole interpretive. I am the sun. You are the flower. I am the bird. Like I want to do that next. Weirdo. <laughs> so Jen, do you wear your big fluffy skirt? Have you worn it again since your, since you last sported no. it? No, no. See, I'm just as guilty as anybody else. We fall into these habits of not mm -hmm. doing the things that make us happy. I love that you're both like living your most creative life and, and doing those things still for yourself for no reason. But so many people don't. And I'm, I'm bad about it, which like I said, my, my mess is my message, you know, because I fall into this, like very got to do this, got to do this. I'm very driven, you know, and I'll get on yeah. this rampage and I'll, I'll forget to do the things that really truly make me happy. And so that's, I am, I mean, this message is just as much for myself as for anybody else. You know, what, what I want to create in the creative commute is just a movement of joy, you know, and, and really because I don't take the time to experience joy as much as I want to. And so it's like, let's focus on this and, and just make it happen. So it makes my heart sing that you guys do that for yourself. <laughs> well, I appreciate your honesty because we can only see the top half of you and you could have just been like, that's true. Yeah, I'm wearing it <laughs> right now. And uh, you, and you don't want to, you are creating this community and it's a beautiful thing. And you're putting so much goodness out into the world, especially right now when people need it the most. And I just love what you're doing. I love your message. I got to get into your Facebook community so I can do some of your challenges because I love that you do challenges. It's so <laughs> it's just so cool to be able to provide that to people again, especially now. But 
but really always because pre-COVID or not, you know, we all, like you said, get stuck in this rut. And so to be able to gift ourselves this time to just, even if it's 10 minutes to just like do something that you really love, do something that really fuels your creative side is so important. And you're giving people that you're really giving people the gift of permission to do that for themselves and, yeah. and helping them, helping them discover others that want to do that want to do that. Actually, Sean, see, Sean just talked about how he wants to be involved in more creative communities. Well, there you go. There you go. That's a part the of it. Well, and that you're, you. you're spreading your, your intent and spreading joy in a very, in a very active way. So instead of just, you know, getting out the, the plywood and, you know, spread joy and putting it up on your wall somewhere in your house. Like it needs to be a very active and a very forward thing. And and I, I love that you're doing that. And I love that that's your focus. I think that's really important. Well, I really like that perspective, both of your perspectives on it. It's always so good to hear things back because you can get in your own head about the own, the thing that you were doing and whatever your thing is, whoever's listening. I mean, we all do that. We are, we're all in our own heads. So to hear things reflected back at you, there's so much benefit in just asking other people for their, their opinion on things or like, what do you see in me that is good? What value do I bring to the world? That's actually where my journey started was asking this question. I did this like five day challenge at the beginning of 2020. And I was like, 2020 is going to be the most amazing year. And then, you know, we all know what happened, (laughs) but I did this challenge where she had told us, go ask three people, what value do I bring to the Mm. world? And I was so nervous to ask people this question. And I look back at that and I'm like, how, how nuts is that, that we, we don't feel comfortable asking people who love us, what value we bring to the world. Why do we live in a world and a society where asking that question is so hard? That's yeah. That's going to be our challenge, Kate. I was going to say like, especially at a time when people want so much to give love to people. Like we love supporting those around us that we love, that we appreciate that, that are putting good things out into the world. And what a fun question to ask. What a fun question to ask, even just to put out on social media, just like people that like, you don't talk to all the time because they think that's another thing is like a lot of times we're, we're kind of looking and seeing what people are doing and and we don't realize that they are kind of watching us just kind of from afar and for them to pop up and say, Oh my gosh, you've done so much for me. Like there's probably people in your community, Jen, that you never hear from that are just kind of on the sidelines, but you're changing their life. You're helping and that. And then who knows, like the ripple effect, right? You change one person's life. They come in, they, they talk to their kids differently. They talk to their husband differently, their friends there. It's like this whole ripple effect, which is so beautiful. And you might not ever hear from that person. And oh, I just think this work is awesome. And everyone needs to check out Jen's podcast, The Creative <laughs> Commute. Well, thanks for that. Thanks for that drop. I appreciate that. But the message that I try to send to every person in my community is when you share something in this community, that gives somebody else courage. Yeah, it gives somebody else courage to do it too. And then it it spreads. So you yourself, every single one of us can be doing this. Like what I'm doing here is not unique. You can do it too. And yeah. it has just made my heart so happy when people have come and said something like, you inspired me to do this, you, in, you know, and I, it's just, it's like, you did that for yourself really, you know, but, but you have a good point that you, you do something and people are watching what yeah. you're doing. And uh, we, we just have so much magic in ourselves. And it's like, get it out there, man. Yeah. Get it out there. Yeah, well, Jen, yeah. we're obviously big fans and get all tingly talking about this and listening to all the work you do. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Um, Thank you for having me. Yeah. Not even knowing who we are. It could have been, uh, I don't know, multi-level marketing scam. That we <laughs> Come on, oh, I did my research. I made sure that you guys didn't seem to be serial killers or anything. <laughs> Not going on that kind of serial killer podcast. <laughs> well, you're awesome. Right Thank you so much. We will continue to so um, to support you and your work. And yeah, I'm excited to do. To, I'm excited to do some of your um, some of your challenges. You are invited into the creative commute. 
any time. Come in. Yay. We actually have creatives who come and they'll they'll do a challenge. People reach out to me and say, hey, I have an idea. Can I come do this challenge? I'm like, yes, come, come do it. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Sean has a challenge. He just posted one in our group. So we'll, you can share it over there. We'll go okay. over there. That's We'll go good. over there. Well, right I'm on. in your group too. Cool. All right. Awesome. Jen, right. thank you so Thanks, much. Jen. Thank you. Oh, how great, how great was she? <laughs> She's great. She's so, yeah. yeah. She's so optimistic. I like, I love that the focus or the thing that she came back to a lot was on creating joy or spreading joy. I, there's this, this element of changing people's lives. And I probably overplay the, it's going to change your life. You know, start, <laughs> start to sound. Is that how you like say a, it? You're going to change your life. Well, it is. It's like, wrestler? I, like buy this four by four. It's going to change your life. <laughs> Ford F1 something something something. No, I think I think I think just saying spreading joy because then it 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 uh, and you brought this up that just gets out like yeah onto everybody. You know, it's like like oil. It's like mud. Like as soon as it starts, it just you start touching. It's like a virus. You start touching <laughs> handles. <laughs> Wear your mask. Yeah. So. Yeah, I think, I you know, it. the life changing, it's going to change your life. It just sounds very daunting mm-hmm. when really your life can be changed so simply. Mm-hmm. And we yeah. just don't think about it like that because, what I mean, it's and partially it's due to the media and exactly what you just did. It's going to change your life. Like <laughs> It's, it's like going to change your life. I know. <laughs> Well, and your life can be changed, yeah, in all sorts of very small ways. Very, yeah, the smallest of ways. It's like you can read something. I mean, oh my gosh, how much do you love? Even even before we started the episode, when I shared with you this thing out of Stephen King's book, like just mm-hmm. that sentence brought so much joy to me that day. And then I was so excited to share it with you because I thought that you would like it. So that was such a, anyway, just little things, little things. Awesome. Well, if you like what you hear and you want to be part of a community you want to be part of a creative community well you can go over there uh you can certainly go hang out with jen we'll be over there yeah we'll- <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> uh but, but so, also uh, but also subscribe tell your friends if you have somebody that you want to be on the show or easy to find yeah apparently uh kate only communicates with guests on instagram so I That's easy enough to find some people on Instagram, but yeah, find us on social media and we want to hear about the creative projects that you're working on. So you can hashtag C F R what <laughs> C F N R, you know, C F N R. And especially, I think we're both really interested in having conversations with people outside of the stuff that we always work on. Like, Having a piano player or having a trumpet player or having yes. a dancer. Oh, it'd be great to have. Oh, a, I want to talk to a dancer. Have a dancer yes. on as well. So if you know somebody or you are that person, whether you think you're fantastic at it or mediocre at it or not good at it, but you just do it for you know no particular reason other than spreading I mean, joy. We want you to be kind of good at it. Like at Stop. least. Stop. <laughs> Don't listen. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Like, subscribe, swipe up. Swipe up. <laughs> swipe up. <laughs> All right, Kate. Change you your later. life. <laughs> <laughs>